0: Hello and welcome to Jump Cuts a podcast about movies. My name is Charlie. I'm joined by my co-host Will. Hello. And Park. Lou. This week we watched Shaolin Soccer, the inspiration behind the famous Super Mario Strikers franchise. Uh so, this was my pick real quick before I recap it. Why did I pick this obscure movie about kung fu soccer that was made in hong kong in 2001 for some reason i watched this when i was like eight uh and it was globally marketed and released that uh as part of the director Stephen chow who also made kung fu hustle was probably the most famous one to my knowledge uh intended it to be a global international release i don't know what it did box office wise but i watched it when i was eight and when i was eight i thought it was the sickest shit i'd ever seen uh and then something just like jogged a memory loose recently i saw a reference to it on like twitter reddit or some shit i was like "Uh, i gotta watch this movie and see if it holds up um so that's just that's sort of my framing for this but it's the first time that will and park have seen it
1: were you a big soccer player as a kid
0: no uh that is something else i suppose we'll get into (laughs) but i mean i i played soccer until i was like six or seven i don't think i was playing anymore by the time i had seen this buoy. i don't know how long did y'all i don't know if you played soccer park but i know you did at some point right will i
2: played like church league soccer for like a little bit
0: yeah that was played, all i did
2: played like a little bit of club soccer in college but that was like a couple of months worth to meet some people yeah
1: yeah like every kid winds up playing soccer it's the ultimate like leveling of the like athletic playing field for children because the concept of hitting a ball with only your feet is like insurmountable
0: (laughs) (laughs) it is watching kids play soccer is so funny because they have just no coordination um that's yeah every kid plays soccer and t-ball for a few years i feel like and then basketball um anyways that aside yeah i didn't i was never like a soccer person until Atlanta United came to town. Um,
1: yeah, that made that made our whole city soccer fan suddenly.
0: Yes, <laughs> it was great. I enjoyed it. Uh, but, you know, we'll get into that more later as we talk about the soccer in the movie. For now, the recap of the movie. This is the, the longest pre-recap we've ever done. <laughs> um, so, Shaolin Soccer, uh, it opens with a character named Golden Leg who is a soccer player. It's a flashback. He is playing for Team Evil against Team Fixers. Or maybe I have that the (laughs) other way around. Um, In a penalty shootout, and he skies it and gets charged on the field by a mob of angry fans who break his fucking leg with a baseball bat. Uh, And then it immediately fast forwards 20 years later to him talking to the guy who is now the coach slash owner of Team Evil. About that that guy when he was a player, told Golden Leg to throw the game to to Sky the penalty kick, and that he was going to split the money with him. And he's like, "Hey, can I coach a lower league team?" And he's like, "No, fuck you." <laughs> and that's
1: it. First, he does the old boy thing where he's like, "Look at his feet." Yep. Oh yeah, that was <laughs>
0: yep. n- not quite, but it felt like that. <laughs> that was yeah, that was a lot. Uh, anyway, so he now is just angry and drinking a beer and he meets a guy who claims to be a Shaolin Kung Fu master named Mighty Steel Leg Sing who is mostly referred to as Steel Leg throughout the movie uh, and then he kicks a can into space and some stuff happens and they make a soccer team with his Kung Fu brothers and they use Shaolin Kung Fu to play soccer and it rules uh, and then they win some games. That Yeah, that's the movie. <laughs> <laughs> So, they enter the, like, Open League Cup that is, like, the equivalent of the U.S. Open Cup where, like, a beer league team can enter if they want. But, like, you're gonna lose. But they do that and win. That's the movie. <laughs> yeah. So, Shaolin Hawker y'all's first viewing impressions. Um. <laughs>
2: movie's fucking
0: sick. It was,
1: it was sick. I will give it that. I feel like it is more of a kid's movie than I expected. Although it makes sense now that I know the full backstory of you literally watching it as a child. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it intends to be a kid's movie, but I think it works really effectively as like a 8 to 14 year old movie. Which is yeah, not a yeah. knock against it, because uh, I still enjoyed it on this viewing, but it was... It could have aged a lot worse than it did, but it could have aged better. Not aged, but it could have lived up to my nostalgia better than it did, but I still I still enjoyed it.
2: It definitely is more of a kids movie compared than like Kung Fu Hustle, um which is I think his only other movie that I've seen. Mhm. Uh, which
1: Yeah, all, all the humor is like very clean, honestly. <laughs> uh which it's impressive how funny some of it is when a lot of it is like or if it is, like, a suggestive joke, a kid wouldn't get it, probably, and it'd just, like, go over their head. But yeah. I imagine a lot of the parts of this movie that left me kind of bored or, like, jokes that I didn't find funny would, like, slay in the, yeah, like, the 8 to 12-year-old crowd. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, like, a lot of the action, which I, all the fun I got out of it was sort of, like, an ironic, like, oh, my God, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. uh like I can't believe I'm watching this sort of thing. A kid would probably just be like, "Hell yeah, this is great!" Exactly.
0: Yeah, and again, I probably some of the humor is a little lost in translation because I, the movie is it was made in Hong Kong. It's in Chinese. I should I guess I shouldn't say Chinese, right? Is it do they speak Cantonese or Mandarin in Hong Kong? I don't know. I'm a dumb, ignorant American, so
1: um, I don't know. Whichever <laughs> one they speak in Hong Kong, know.
0: that's what this movie's in. Uh, watched it with <laughs> subtitles on so i'm sure there's some like wordplay that just gets totally lost in there that's sort of my thoughts too it's like this was extremely cool and funny when i was a kid like at the end when the the super mega tornado kick like rips the goldie's clothes off when I was eight, that was the funniest thing I'd ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> now that I am 26, it didn't, uh, didn't do as much for me. It was still kind of funny and it was cool, but it wasn't like I wasn't rolling on the floor. <laughs> um, but yeah, so let's get into it. I guess we're kind of already talking about the first thing I wanted to talk about, which is the humor and whether or not it's funny. <laughs> Uh, and my main thought is just that it's pretty darn funny in the first half. And then as they start to do more soccer stuff, it's making fewer jokes. So it just kind of becomes less funny, and it's I, which is fine. Yeah. Um. But there's points where the soccer parts get a little repetitive or just drag a little bit where I feel like it could have used some more jokes sprinkled in there or gone even crazier with the soccer stuff one direction or the other
1: i had a very similar reaction of when it was just like ooh, crazy soccer moves and stuff like it was i guess entertaining enough but i could see that landing a lot more uh for like the younger crowd Mm. and but there were still a few like jokes in there like the first uh soccer game they play against just like the team with a guy with a... With like, a wrench, wrench up his in ass. His, yeah. <laughs> pocket just, like, hiding it. Uh, and when... Like, the other team is just basically kicking the shit out of them. And he's, like, crawling on the ground, and he just puts on, like, a helmet and, a, and pulls up, a, like, a rifle, and bullets are whizzing over his head during the brawl. I was dying. That was, like, one of the funniest bits of the movie to me. That was really funny. it was, me, yeah. like... I, the movie just took, because it was already, I thought the joke was just going to be, oh, the other team plays rough, but they took the bit so much farther in such a, like, more creative direction than I expected that that was, about, <laughs> that killed me.
0: Yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that It really committed to that. That in the, uh, the part <laughs> where the coach is peeing on the wall. <laughs> we talked about this for a minute earlier, but he's peeing on the, he's peeing on a wall, and some like lady walks by and looks at him in disgust and looks past him and then he looks over and sees a sign that says "no peeing" on the wall, yeah. <laughs> and then it has the can <laughs> that steel leg kicked into space embedded in the brick wall. That was also extremely funny when I was eight and still very funny
2: now. <laughs> well, like, but even as the the jokes drop off, what became like. Not even, like, necessarily entertaining in an action way. Entertaining in a comedy way is just the insanely obvious CGI special effects on all of the soccer moves. Yeah. And, like, that is where I got a lot of, like, the comedy from as well. I also love... It did make me laugh that the goalie for Team Shaolin is just in Bruce Lee's jumpsuit. Yeah. (laughs) It's amazing. And, like, has the same haircut and everything.
0: Yeah, the, the it becomes sort of like physical comedy, where like a lot of what was effective is in the last game, and thankfully the final game is like twenty five minutes, which rules <laughs> all, yeah. all of the like interim games are sort of just like montage. Uh, except yeah, the there, one maybe like,
1: like one joke per like mo- like game that they play in the montage, but those were where the movie was kind of like Neh. yeah,
0: yeah. No, I agree with that. And then I think in the last game, it sort of, like, picks back up. Although, it, I feel like it sort of overdid the, like, Western quick-draw standoff versus the goalie thing. Because they <laughs> did that on both ends of the field, like, five times.
1: Yeah, that kept happening. <laughs> so, like, really doing this again.
2: Huh? It was really funny the first time, especially when it cuts to... Uh, the like the coach or the manager of like team evil and he's like those american drugs are really paying off or whatever yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: and i like when the team evil keeper is like he steel leg like tries to you know kick it into the top corner and then he just like looks down looks back up and the guy is just hanging off
2: the, the climb
0: hanging goal. off the uh the fucking the top post that's not what they call it in soccer A am like, crossbar. crossbar the crossbar yeah sports <laughs> um the post is what holds it up <laughs> yeah that was funny but it's sort of like i feel like the coolest parts of the or like stunts or whatever even though some of them are like super cgi'd up is when they're doing kung fu stuff to the soccer ball sort of like in the run of play if that makes sense like there's a point in one of the earlier games where the the guy that's like hook leg or whatever that does like the, I mean, it looks like he's like
2: break, break dancing, dancing or
0: doing like yeah. the Brazilian dance fighting thing from the, uh, the Bob's Burgers so, <laughs> episode, um, it's a real thing, they didn't invent it for the Bob's Burgers start. <laughs> I know Bob's Burgers didn't invent it, it's just what it makes me think of <laughs> It is the first time I heard of it too yeah, it's so. a Capoeira <laughs> or whatever That's always yeah. what I think of is just that dude like
1: Shifting back and shifting forth Shifting yeah. back
0: and forth with the ponytail It's yeah. so ridiculous um, But yeah, he's like doing that with the ball, spinning it around And then he like flicks it over to the Iron shirt guy that like sucks it into his stomach and then
1: just disgusting every time. <laughs> uh, yeah, <it's> very
0: upsetting. <laughs> and then the other guy headers it and then Steel Leg does like a sick like kung fu bicycle kick and just rips it in. And I'm like, that's sick. But in the yeah. last game, there's too much where they're just like standing around and then they're like, I'm gonna do my like super a charged up super kick right now. And you're like, you know, it's not gonna work because the game has to keep going. <laughs> Which is weird that nobody scores until the end of the game, which it ends because the stadium is torn apart by the power of the kick. But yeah. <laughs> that part is cool.
2: Yeah. Yep. And can we also talk about how, like, Team Evil's strategy is just, like, literally murder everybody on the other team? Um, there's, like, there's more than ah. one way to win a game, and it's just like, let's just fucking make them forfeit by eliminating all of their players.
0: Yeah, when they do the, like, after the first goalie standoff when he realizes that he has been bested and then the entire team just slide tackles into him on the ground at the same time.
2: (laughs) That was funny. I guess Uh, they they don't know what a red card is. That's where I, maybe I should
0: revise my statement about the second half being less funny and maybe it's just, like, the middle third where it's just montaging games.
2: Like there's less it's like the middle. there's less like mm-hmm. jokes. It's just more like you said, physical comedy for like at the end of the movie.
0: Yeah. And it's like like you said, it's comical in the sense that it's like this ridiculous parody of both like soccer and also kung fu movies at the same time. Cause this is like it is a kung fu movie, but it's also a parody of a kung fu movie and it's a sports parody. Yeah. Also
1: there's a lot of this stuff with like the The girl who works at the sweet bun shop, which is just really boring. That's true. I didn't care about that at all. It's, like, not fun. When you first meet her, it's fun because she's, like, using kung fu to make steamed buns or whatever. Yeah, that was Uh, awesome. But then she quickly is just boring.
0: Yeah, the whole, like, relationship development thing. I That was one of my notes that I wrote down was she's, like... Talking to him, and she's like, "Wait, we're not in love." And he's like, "No." And I was <laughs> just like, "I don't care about this at all."
1: <laughs> that was really funny when you said that. Yeah, no, <laughs> we're
2: just best fun. friends.
1: <laughs>
0: huh. I was like, "Nope, friends forever." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, matter of fact, speaking of the kung fu stuff, I haven't really introduced our other characters. Sort of mentioned them, but part of the premise here is that Steel Leg has five brothers that are also i don't think they're like really as brothers i think they're like shaolin monk brothers um that all have their own signature moves and they don't really get names i don't think any of them is ever yeah, given yeah. an actual name they're just referred to by a number neither... of brothers slash the one guy is small brother or they're just referred to by their kung fu superpower
1: yeah uh, i don't know if that's how we should maybe preface this where we don't know anything about actual Shaolin monks. Yeah. So, just nothing. Uh I don't know. I doubt this is how it works. I don't think so. I think <laughs> they think. probably
0: have names and are not But it's really to... funny
1: that they all are like washed up and just like after they're like training they're just like working odd jobs and like yeah. their lives are kind of shitty. The I mean assembling
0: the team bit is funny as hell to me. Yeah, and he's like, I mean, going out and finding all of them, and the the one guy that's like living in the aluminum shed and just like bust out wearing a trench coat and no shirt. It's like, what's the <laughs> job? And then when they all arrive on the roof of that building, for some reason, and just like got, like, scarfs on, and Ironhead is wearing, like, a bathrobe in his box. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: they all just look like shit. It's <laughs> the best. Yeah.
2: Everyone in this movie looks fucking awful. It's amazing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Do they ever explain why the... Why, uh, May or what, what? what is the girl's name at the sweet bun place who just like
0: uh, Mui, I think.
2: Mui, who she has like a skin condition that is like constantly getting worse, and then like the next scene it's like only covers a little bit of her face, and then by the end of the scene it's her whole face again.
0: Yeah, they don't explain it. And then at the end at of the all. movie,
2: it's just gone. Is it like because she's now like confident in herself, so she no longer has this awful skin condition?
0: She's used the power of. Shaolin kung fu to banish it from her face. Maybe I don't know. I mean, she gets the like makeover where it's covered up, but it's like overkill. Yeah, I think it'd be permanent. But- yeah, <laughs> yeah, but
2: then at the but like you can still see like where it is, and then at the yeah. end, a she's just like shaved her head, and <laughs> he looks at her he's like, why are you? Why do you look like E. T.? <laughs> like <laughs> he's just like roasting her. <laughs> he, like
1: t- literally tells
0: her to like phone home, So <laughs> So mean. She does that, the the bald calf they have on her is like comically large. It's it really is, huh? So yeah, yeah. I they don't really explain why she no longer has a skin condition after that. She did. It's just gone. Uh, which sure, why not? I mean, the whole like part of the premise of the movie is like. People being able to better their lives through the inherent discipline of practicing a martial art, and that's like the end of the movies. Everyone in the world has learned Kung Fu and can use it to <laughs> parallel park their car and trim hedges. Finally, everybody was Kung Fu fighting. <laughs> Honestly,
2: the last. like remix of Kung Fu fighting was fire.
0: I appreciate that they like they did that whole bit at the start where he's explaining like, these are the ways all these miserable people could have bettered their lives through Kung Fu. And then at the end, you, just, you actually see all of them doing it. The slipping on the it, banana peel into a backflip was funny. <laughs> One of the other things I want to talk about, speaking of Kung Fu movies and influence, uh, is the influence that this movie had on the American sports comedy. So we did last year, I think my second pick on the podcast was Major League.
1: Oh my god, last year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> ah, We're yeah, this. that We're was close cool. to just a year
0: of podcasts. That's crazy. We're very close. Yeah, that was my revenge for Beyond the Black Rainbow. Which, uh, granted, I've gained an appreciation for that movie. Because I've watched more movies in the last year than I ever have in my life. And I still haven't seen another one that was anything like Beyond the Black Rainbow. So. <laughs> <laughs> Whether that's a hey, good I thing or I can try to find thing, more like that one. <laughs> I, you know, you don't have to, but I respect it. <laughs> Enter the void, next pick.
2: Except for not really, because I can't watch that movie again. Um, (laughs) Anyways,
0: yeah. So, like, in the 80s, you had Major League and Bad News Bears are, like, the main two that I'm aware of that were sports comedies. I mean, really, that's the only well-known sports comedies I'm aware of before this anyways. I'm sure there's others. Um, But... My point that I'm getting at is they treat the sport in both cases of baseball like very sincerely. The Major Sandlot. League is very much a baseball movie. It is about them making the playoffs and like it's a big deal. The baseball is is serious and somewhat realistic. It's just a comedy on top of that. Whereas this is obviously just absolutely nothing remotely grounded or realistic about the soccer in this movie. <laughs> it is completely using soccer as like a framework for just physical comedy and kung fu stunts and parody and satire all the all the buzzwords and so after this movie which came out in 2001 in 2003 you had dodgeball (laughs) and then for the next like six years there were just a bunch of these parody sports comedies where you had like Talladega Knights, Blades of Glory, Balls of Fury, uh Benchwarmers.
2: Yep.
1: Uh
0: semipro was kind of the end There's- of that run.
1: There's like too many. To, there's so many of those movies. Excuse me. Yeah, they're they, all had, wild. they all they all have the guy from Napoleon Dynamite in it
0: somehow. Yeah, that was. I was looking through the list. I was like, these are the only other two things I'm aware of that John Heater ever did. Was yeah, it's like him
1: and Will Ferrell are in like over 50 percent of these. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh.
0: kicking and screaming. Speaking of Will Ferrell, because <laughs> that yeah. that one is also soccer. That one is less of a parody, but it's like kids soccer. So isn't it a parody inherently, but
2: (laughs) we are forgetting though, the, uh, the classic, the Sandlot from the nineties that did predate this. And
0: that's true. true. But that, that's also like a sincere sports comedy. Like it's, it is a very, very, it's a love letter to baseball. That is also a children's comedy.
1: Yeah. It's, it's very different. The Sandlot is like, to me, closer to like the
0: Goonies than it is to like a blades of glory.
2: No, that's, yeah, yeah that's absolutely sense. I definitely agree with that
0: yeah 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 whereas like all all these movies that came after shaolin soccer there's like very little serious about their treatment of the sport I guess like bench warmers <laughs> if I I don't really remember bench warmers
1: yeah the issue is all of the like parody type ones
0: have just bled together in my brain yeah and it's like <laughs> Cause like okay, Talladega Nights, for example, is like it's like not a real one. NASCAR movie, right? It's just it's just Will Ferrell and Sasha Baron Cohen doing jokes. Yeah, yeah, just
1: improv hour with Will Ferrell. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which
0: is most Will Ferrell movies it's like Dodgeball. Yeah. I mean, it's about fucking dodgeball. <laughs> um,
2: what was the What was the one that came out recently that had like Shaq dressed up as an old man playing basketball? Are you talking about Uncle Drew? Yes. Because
0: it's, it's Kyrie Irving is dressed up as an old guy. It was a series of Pepsi commercials.
2: I knew based it was Pepsi this, commercials. Yeah. Wasn't uh, Shaq she,
0: also in it? I'm sure he was. I haven't seen it. Um, I, There were a bunch of NBA players, current and former, in the movie. I haven't seen it. I don't know anything about it. All I know is the like original viral commercial Uncle Drew with him saying, don't reach young blood, which is pretty funny (laughs) Um, how they made a whole movie out of that. No idea. Was it good? Don't know. Haven't seen it. Maybe I'll watch it one day. But yeah, I
2: so I don't really know like which category you would put that into. Because I guess it's also like street basketball, isn't it? Or do they go and actually like play basketball, too? I can't remember.
0: I think it is just about playing like street ball or like park ball. So that at least again, that's the premise of the Pepsi commercial is old guy schooling kids and saying don't reach young blood," but it's Kyrie wearing <laughs> in a wig. Uh, Says that to everyone. <laughs> I, I think it's only like one line, that's just the line everyone quotes. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one I remember. Um which to be fair, excellent trash talk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah point being i i have to wonder if some directors or writers or whatever in the u.s saw this movie and they were like i'm gonna do that but with will ferrell and it's gonna make a billion dollars
1: (laughs) (laughs) you know i feel like that might be the case it is kind of sad that they gave up on the insane cg action stuff You know, because I think that would have really elevated pretty much all of... I guess Blades of Glory came close to it because it had some, like, CG... Because it wasn't the whole thing they were trying to (laughs) practice this move that would, like, could potentially cut your head off. (laughs) Yeah, it's
0: they're (laughs) trying to do the, like, the too dangerous to do trick where you spin your skate right by your partner's neck and if you mess it up, you'll cut their head off.
1: Wasn't the logic behind it? That, like, a woman couldn't do it and it had to be two men. Yeah. (laughs) Not, like, the internal logic of that movie. Yeah, it
2: was like the woman was, like, too light to do it or something. What the hell? Yeah, it was like
0: the person that was teaching them had, like, accidentally cut their partner's head off doing the trick or something. Also, it had Amy Poehler and Will Arnett, when they were married, were, like, the opposing dominant figure skating couple right in that movie but i think they're playing a brother and sister and it's like heavily implied that they're fucking i might be <laughs> wrong but when i was looking down the imdb page of that movie while prepping for this podcast something dark and sinister was jogged loose in my <laughs> <laughs> i might be wrong maybe they're just playing a married couple in the movie too but for some reason that was what came to mind i don't know Maybe it's just the evils of our time perpetrating my brain. Uh, I don't know. Obviously, I mean, I can't, you know, ask whoever the fuck wrote Dodgeball. Did you watch Shaolin soccer first? But I have to imagine that they did. It seems like a logical Americanization Mm -hmm. of the concept. That's like the one that didn't have Will Ferrell in it, too. But that's when Ben Stiller was really big. So,
2: oh, wait, here's a here's a nice little fact somewhere. Uh Team Evil is actually a bad translation. They're known as the Devils or the Demons, so they just went like full on, no, uh, no hinting around in the English translation.
1: Oh, well, that's so interesting. They made it like closer <laughs> to the American parody movies that came after it, sort of. Yeah, uh, you know, that's yeah, you know, that's fascinating. Uh, I gotta say, I was expecting the this story. I wasn't expecting it to be such like a wacky and like slapstick kind of movie with like random dance numbers and <laughs> shit like that. I was Oh yeah. <laughs> I was expecting it to be lean more towards like like a sports anime or manga or something. Right? Cuz like mm-hmm. I hear like okay, it's Shaolin Soccer. It's about people with like incredible powers or athletic ability playing a sport and it's like, well, A lot of sports anime, I mean, they they don't have, like, people with, like, literal powers, but it's basically depicted that way, right? (laughs) And I think some of them literally are. I think there's, like, a basketball one where they have, like, special moves and it's, like, someone passing the ball, but it looks like a fucking Kamehameha wave or some shit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I haven't seen Kuroku no basket, but I think that is part of it. (laughs)
1: Yeah, so I I thought it would be something closer to that, where it's, like, played pretty straight, right? Where it's, like, they actually want you on the edge of your seat in this action scene, but they're playing soccer.
2: Do you think those animes are inspired by Shaolin soccer? Because there's, like, there's a volleyball one, a basketball one. I mean, I think that's been around
0: since before. Yeah. I mean, maybe, like, I don't know. The only like modern one I'm familiar with is Q is like still running, right? That's about volleyball. I think it ended actually, but it had
1: been running for like 300 or 400 chapters. Jeez.
0: I mean, very well could have taken some inspiration, but I think a lot of this stuff is older than this movie.
1: I think, yeah, I think the basketball one you mentioned is like on the older side. Has been completed for a while, right?
0: Yeah. I think there were some baseball ones in the 90s. Yeah,
1: I'm sure there's like a million baseball ones.
0: Yeah, because baseball is huge in Japan. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, <laughs> there, There's there's baseball chapters of Dragon Ball.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's <is> true.
0: <laughs> That's interesting, too, because now that you say that, like, dodgeball, for example, it treats dodgeball like it's completely serious but it's just like there it's it's dodgeball on ESPN (laughs) eight. So like it's the, the peripheral stuff is kind of slapstick, but it's never like the dodgeball itself. And I think a lot of the American ones sort of do the same thing where it's like the, the, even if it is, uh, it's like a parody of the culture around the sport more than it is, the sport itself if that makes sense like Ta- talladega nights isn't making fun of cars it's making fun of people who watch nascar or are nascar drivers uh and same with like dodgeball dodgeball a lot of the jokes in dodgeball is like this ridiculous hype surrounding people throwing balls at each other yeah it's like making fun <laughs> of niche sports in general
2: mm-hmm. girl scouts using beaver growth hormones
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Blades of Glory is just making fun of figure skating, though, straight up. Whereas this, I, I don't think Shaolin Soccer is like, it's not really making a joke out of soccer or soccer culture. It's just people doing kung fu in a soccer game, and sometimes there's a slapstick joke where somebody's clothes explode. Yeah,
1: it's not even really making fun of... Kung Fu. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it is.
2: What if really skilled Kung Fu people who have supernatural abilities played soccer? And that's... Yeah, and this is like the
1: people... All the characters in the movie are just like weird and like for like other
0: reasons. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, and that I feel like it should be mentioned because I don't think I've said this yet. Steven Chow, who directed the movie, also plays Steel Leg. So he's the star of the movie Um, and is doing a lot of the stunts if you would call them that i mean a lot of what he's uh when he's spinning through the air it's, there's clearly some like cg stuff going on but there's definitely some like wire stunts and stuff too yeah
1: that's impressive though because i feel like he had he was maybe the best actor in the movie to me like his his comedic timing is like actually it's really excellent. really
0: good i think mm-hmm. him and the iron shirt guy my favorite <laughs> maybe my favorite joke in the movie on this watch is when he's when he's in the goal uh as the substitute goalkeeper getting ready to just get blasted because again they're just gonna let them do a standoff and kick the ball directly into his chest (laughs) repeatedly for some reason um and he calls like you think he's calling like (laughs) his lover or something he's like i just wanted to tell you I always loved him. And <laughs> he's like, oh, this isn't, this isn't this person. This is this person. Oh, well tell your wife what I said. That's one
1: know. of those jokes in a movie that like is borderline. Just like, like a, stand-up bit or like a joke you would tell at like yeah dinner or something you know it, it's like totally unrelated to the movie but it like it killed me it was just really yeah.
0: it's just really good yeah because the only yeah. thing that's like established about iron shirt's character is he's the guy that's working like a finance job and is working too many hours a week yeah uh, so like we don't have some reason to like take this seriously or expect it at all it's just <laughs> yeah. really funny Totally out of nowhere. has nothing to do with soccer or kung fu. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's just really, really
1: good.
0: Yeah. And that's where, yeah, like, maybe my perception of the first half being funnier is largely shaped by just, like, there were more jokes because they weren't doing the soccer. (laughs) I do, I enjoy the, the kung fu stunt stuff, too. I kind of wished that they had done more, like, straight up just fighting each other on the soccer field. <laughs> the pitch, <laughs> that excuse been cool. me.
1: Yeah,
0: because, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like, you sort of get this inclination that they're going to do that in the, the first game that turns into the war movie scene, like we were talking about. Mm-hmm. And then they didn't really do anything like that. When they were playing the Team of mustachioed women, which I, I'm not going to read into <laughs> just that too Which is pretty much, much yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Just in, like, just in mustaches. Yeah, it's just no explanation. And, like, they can also kind of do kung fu moves, but not as good. So they lose. Um, but, yeah, I was like, oh, are they going to, like, fight a little? And they didn't really do that. I don't know. This This is maybe overly shaped by playing Super Mario Strikers, the Mario soccer game. Which is 100%, like I said at the start, inspired by this movie. Because like, the whole premise of it is that it's just blood sport soccer where you can just lay people the fuck out. <laughs> and <laughs> also you're Mario for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Yoshi is doing bicycle kicks and Donkey Kong is just allowed to punch the ball because he can't use his feet. Oh. Uh,
1: Does Luigi's have really low traction still?
0: That's, <laughs> that's a great yes. question. <laughs> i don't remember luigi's stats (laughs) uh but yeah that game is sick because i mean it does the same thing where this is like completely ridiculous treatment of the sport and you can like kick the ball so hard it catches on fire which happens in this movie (laughs) happens a lot in this movie (laughs) Mm -hmm. there's more than one occasion where the soccer ball lights on fire then oh yeah that's how the first goalie gets i keep saying goalie that the soccer people are gonna kind of come after me. The first keeper gets knocked out as his hands get burned off by the flaming soccer ball. Not burned off, but burned. Just
2: like yeah, his like gloves just melt away and then his sleeves even start to just go off. Mm-hmm. So that I got that, that's the keeper who's wearing the uh he's in like the Bruce Lee jumpsuit. And then when he puts on his sunglasses, like that's like Bruce Lee also always wore like those exact kind of sunglasses too. Mm-hmm. So he's just a hundred percent being Bruce Lee in the goal.
0: His move is sick too, where he just like does the like teleport clone thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, so the other thing that my like sort of hope that they were going to do more fighting while playing soccer came from is the, the pseudo fight that kind of happens behind the bar towards the start of the movie when he's mm-hmm. uh, he's trying to like. Oh yeah, those guys, he's singing a song with Ironhead at this bar and then these guys are like, you guys suck and we're going to beat the shit out of you. You <laughs> so they so go bad out. at music we are going to fight you. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to beat you up because you can't sing. <laughs> uh, and then he's like, I promised my master I would never fight so instead I'm going to kick this soccer ball at you. He's like,
2: instead we're going to play soccer.
0: <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. I enjoyed... Everything they did with that, I liked the setup of him, like, taking a swing at him and stopping the kick right before it hits their head, and it's just, like, wind blowing their hair back. Yeah, for, like, a really long time. <laughs> it's a very... They hold on it for, like, five seconds. Yeah, uh, there's
1: so many... They really pack in the jokes, especially in, like, the first half of the movie.
0: hmm Yeah. Oh, and the... When he's... When Steel Leg has to learn control and he's kicking the ball off of the concrete wall with the target on it for a while, and then it does the Jurassic Park thing, <laughs> where <Yeah. laughs> Golden Leg looks down at the, the cup of water, and he's just, like, ripping the ball into the bullseye from 50 yards away. That was that was funny. Hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that was my... I, I feel like the Kung Fu stuff was, like, pretty good for what it's trying to do. I just, I wish there was, like more of it because yeah, it was pretty yeah. good i was like that what if they could beat the shit out of each other on the field or do the same thing that he's doing with stopping the kick short but it's like oh i'm not fouling you i didn't i didn't actually kick you in the head i just almost kicked you in the
2: head." dude fouls aren't like even a thing except for when a one player is smoking a cigarette and then like b when they actually almost fight but not when, you know, they literally are breaking people's legs on the field and shit like that.
1: It was pretty funny when they, like, pan over to the guy just, like, with a lit cigarette in his mouth about to start playing. <laughs> uh, I love everyone on the team being just a, a schlubby man. It's like, is very nice.
0: Yeah, I enjoy that. I get a kick out of Ironhead. Because he's so, like, pitiful in, the, in his introductions and i'm like oh go, go get a my own head yeah he's <laughs> like this. what i
1: use my technique every
0: day and then the dude just smashes a bottle <laughs> over his head <laughs> uh, yeah. them all simultaneously getting their kung fu back in the middle of that game was funny as fuck dude. <laughs> yeah so they're all just like full loading <laughs> <laughs> he's just on his head <laughs> uh well we're kind of at the end of all of our talking points here. So it's a bit, a bit of a short episode. But it is about a hour and 20 minute long movie about using Kung Fu to play soccer. So it's actually even shorter than that because the listed runtime is an hour and 21 minutes on... Or hour 27 on IMDb. The credits are kind of long though. So <laughs> either way. <laughs> Point being... We're out of stuff to talk about, so kind of a short episode, but that's okay, because I had a good time in this movie. I'm glad I watched it again. I don't know if I will ever watch it another time, but I enjoyed it this time. (laughs) So, on that note, recommendations. uh, We will start with Park.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, It is definitely a little bit more childish than his other films, like Kung Fu Hustle, but still funny and just good old entertaining early 2000s action definitely recommend it and well um yeah i'd
1: say if you as long as you're like comfortable with your child attempting to like kick everything in your house <laughs> i'd say it's like a probably a pretty good kids movie uh and i think i don't know if i'd recommend it just like for like an adult person to just watch alone but I think like I've had more fun talking about the movie than I had watching it. If that makes sense, I think yeah, that's fair. It's a good maybe like group watch uh, if you have some friends over, nothing to do. Uh, maybe have a few drinks. It's, it's one of those movies, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get another good like throw it on at a party or something so people can look at a weird thing <laughs> for a little <laughs> bit. Uh, yeah, it's one of those. That's that's my recommendation.
0: Yeah, I pretty much concur with that. I think it's a good movie night with the boys or the the anybody the friends movie. Uh, if you got some people that like soccer, the non gendered boys. <laughs> yes, the boys is a genderless term, of course. Um, yeah. But yeah, if if you got some friends that like sports or like kung fu movies, they will probably have a good time if you throw this one on. And, yeah, I, I do think it is, like, weirdly a pretty good, like, older kids to, like, pre-teens movie. I mean, there's, like, one dude's naked ass and a guy peeing on a wall. Uh, That's about it. Yeah. So, you know, it's 2021. We can look at <laughs> men's asses. It's allowed now. So, Yeah. Charlotte Talker. I had a good time. I, I would, broadly speaking, recommend it. You probably know if you wouldn't get anything out of it. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, thanks for listening. We appreciate it, as always. You can find us on all the stuff at Jump Cuts Pod. Be sure to leave a like, a rating, a review, whatever you do on your podcast app of choice. really helps us out. will plugs.
1: You can follow me on Twitter at will postwords and you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Will Johnston
2: and Park. You can find me on Instagram at summerhour_brewing underscore Brewing.
0: And you can follow me on Twitter at Charlie B Posts, where I once again am just I, I like posts about the Atlanta Hawks, and that's all I do. So yeah. Thank you once again. New episodes every Thursday. Shaolin soccer. Hooray. (laughs)
1: Hooray. (laughs)